Well, I was going to get up here, and I was not going to say a word about myself, but I need to say a few things because you may not understand me otherwise. Uh, um, I got a chair up here, and I may have to sit down. I have, I guess what you call spina bifida? Yeah. What is, what is it, Janice? Well, I'm sorry. I said wrong. Spinal stenosis. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spinal stenosis. And uh, sometimes I can't walk. Sometimes I can't. It doesn't bother me, but I'm doing pretty good today. I'm doing pretty good today. Okay. And the next thing I want to say is that I am an incredible extrovert. Uh, I've been here 30 years, and I've tried to reverse myself to be an introvert. I really have, because I've gotten a lot of criticism for being an extrovert, I, you know, you know and, and it scares people. It really scares people when I get excited about the Lord. And, uh, but I, I have purposely tried to pull back, but sometimes it comes out, and I'm afraid it's going to come out here. I'm, you know, oh, I'm, I'm a, it's scary, actually. It really is kind of scary. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, I'm from America, and very American, I'm sorry. I've been here 30 years, but I'm just very American. It's, it's just no getting around it. Can't do anything but that, just the way it is. Uh, I've tried that. I've lost out. Okay, uh, so uh, I'm going to speak on the prophet Jeremiah today. Uh, yeah, I, I've, uh, I've, uh, uh, I did a research, a study research, uh, a research study last year, about eight months on the book of Jeremiah. I do these about once a year. I'm working on uh, Ezra right now. But uh, I've got a whole bunch of books here that I've written, uh, and I charge uh, $10 a piece for them, and that $10 goes to the church. I get nothing for it, just to let you know. And I've got a, if you want to get more into Jeremiah, I've got a book. That's the, uh, the results of my research. And also there's a book here uh, uh, from the church about, uh, that I put it into a booklet, from the church about the gifts of the Spirit, which I'm going to talk about today, actually, also, briefly. Uh, so anyway, um, like all Old Testament books, uh, let me push this thing. Yeah, I think that's it. What is that? See, I can't see it. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this thing here. Yeah. Um, these two verses were given to the uh, uh, Judeans in Judah during the uh, time of Jeremiah. Uh, but the Judeans refused to listen to God. And they suffered for it. They suffered big time for it. Uh, but the good thing is, I believe, is that as Christians, you have accepted these promises. Oh, that's pretty exciting. You have, these are the promises of God that you have. There are many, many, many promises of God. And you have accepted these promises. And we're going to get a little bit more into that and, uh, as we go on. Um, uh, yeah, there's uh, Old Testament books. Now, 
I found, yeah, I do a lot of writing of Old Testament books because I, found, I, I started this because I found them a bit difficult to follow. Hey, can I say that? A bit difficult to understand. Uh, my first book was on Job. Any of you read Job before? So difficult. Hey? But, and that's the reason I wrote, I wrote on Job, just to understand it more. And I, I really, I really, uh, really was good, actually. And other books, so forth. Uh, now, <clears throat> uh, so, Jerem this, this is not about the book of Jeremiah, but sort of is. This is about uh, Jeremiah as a prophet. Uh, he, he was called of God, and he was, uh, yeah, he was, God called him to preach the word to the uh, Jews. Now, the Jews had come to a point in their lives that they had, wow, they had taken Judaism, or, uh, yeah, Judaism, and they had mixed it with other religions, and they were, yeah, they were really bad. They become really bad, and uh, and Jeremiah was to uh, tell them that hey, you need to repent, hey, and be and be saved, really, because he said God's going to take care of you if you don't. You need to repent. Uh, again, I've got to put this through here. Uh, so, no, that's not right. Sorry. Uh, maybe that's not right either. There you go. No, sorry. I'm getting confused here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so Jeremiah, he was preaching at the temple gate. He was preaching and he was telling people to repent. Well, by that time, uh, even the priest was pretty corrupt. This is uh, one of the main priests was uh, Asher, I think, Asher. Now, Asher is a uh, yeah, Hebrew name, but actually Asher also is after the god of, uh, uh, is a, from a god of the, uh, uh, yeah, the one of the gods that they believed in. But Asher was really... Uh, after Jeremiah, and uh, uh, he was preaching at the gate, and then uh, the priests arrested him, put him in stocks outside the gate, and people threw things at him, okay, in stocks, and uh, uh, then they released, so he was forbidden to go to the temple, and he spent, uh, uh, he spent, uh, uh, he sent his uh, his writer. Everybody had a well, these guys had a writer or or a uh, in other words, I'm forgetting the word uh, uh, the uh, word that they, I need here. But anyway, uh, he sent the writer to read his books, and uh, and against the officials came along and arrested Baruch, his writer, uh, Baruch. Uh, yeah, and so they took him to. Uh, they took him to King Jehoiakim, 
eh? If I can say that, Jehoiakim. Uh, back up a little bit. Uh, during, the during the days of Jeremiah, uh, there were four kings, and one of them was Joshua, godly king, and others, and the other two main ones was uh, Jehoiakim and Zedekiah. Not Hezekiah, but Zedekiah. Hezekiah was a godly king. Uh, and they really messed up things. Jehoiakim, uh, he got Jeremiah's scroll. And it was in the wintertime. And he had a fire going. And he had one of his officials start a reading. Every once in a while, he would reach over with his knife and cut what had been read and threw it in the fire. Wow, that's pretty heavy stuff. So in the end, he burnt the whole scroll. And to make a long story short, God said to him, you will pay for that. You will, be, you will not be buried as a king, but you will be thrown over the wall and treated as a donkey. And sure enough, that's what happened to him. He was thrown over the wall into the mud and treated as a donkey. Now, I want to elaborate on this a bit. Um, we have a lot going on in our lives these days. A lot going on. We have people coming to us. We have uh, government decisions. We have people who really don't believe all the, uh, uh, the word of God. Uh, and it's like Jehoiakim reaching over and cutting a piece of the scriptures off. We have, uh, yeah, we have people who are telling us, oh, that's not, that's not really true in the scriptures. Uh, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, these days there's a lot of stuff uh, about uh, evolution, and especially theistic evolution. Uh, now, in theistic evolution, they try to combine things of evolution to the Bible. Now, a lot of this is going on, especially the creation, creation business. I'm a creationist. I believe in the six-day creation, 24-hour creation. Now, a lot of that is going on these days, but that's just one thing. And we, sometimes we, say, we hear what the scientists say, and we wonder, what in the world is going on, you know? And uh, what, what does God say about this? And, and, but it's everywhere. It's, ever, it's people who uh, don't really know the scriptures. It's people who uh, follow, in some ways, follow people other than the scriptures. Uh, so anyway, that's what the prophet uh, uh, Jeremiah was up against. He was, uh, yeah. So anyway... Jeremiah rewrote the book of Jeremiah. Had to. And if you study Jeremiah, you will see that some things are just a bit out of phase, but you would have to study it to really get, get into it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, the next thing was, uh, yeah, hold on. First of all, I'll go back to this thing about what people believe these days. Uh, the only way you know the truth is to read the Bible. 
There's no other way that you would know the truth. And the Bible is pretty, I think it's pretty easy to follow. Uh, if you have a you know, Eng good English version, it's pretty easy to follow. I just love the Old Testament. Uh, oh, God says a lot in the Old Testament. And you have to know also the God of the Old Testament is the same as the God of the New Testament. Ah, but, I mean, of course, we have Jesus uh, in the New Testament, and we live in the day of grace. And that grace is holding back, I believe, is holding back the evil of the world. My own opinion. That's my personal opinion. The grace of God and the Spirit of the Lord is holding back uh, uh, what is happening in the world. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the some officials grabbed Jeremiah again, and uh, they threw him into a uh, a well. Not a well. They threw him into a cistern. Now, in that day, they, they, they dug cisterns out to collect water over the years. And the cistern they threw him. Now, a cistern is like a vase, a flower vase. Small at the top, big at the bottom. Full of water, about 50, 50 uh, uh, meters, uh, yeah, 50 meters deep very wide, and they threw him in an empty uh, well or empty cistern. Uh, that was dug by, doesn't mean anything, but that was dug by King Asa a long time ago. Uh, so here he is in the bottom of this well, standing in a bit of a, maybe a little bit of mud. But have you ever been in a dark room that there's absolutely no light? whatsoever. Hey, a dark room, there's absolutely no light. And this is what King Asa, uh, King, uh, this is what uh, Jeremiah was standing in. Now, on, on the top of this, it was a narrow top, and they put a, a thing on top where no bugs could get in, snakes or anything like that. Of course, in the, where, where he was standing, I just wonder what was down there with him, you know? Oh, I really don't like snakes, by the way. And uh, uh, I'll tell you a little side joke here. <laughs> when I was a kid, I, uh, on the farm, I used to catch snakes just to play with them. And these snakes were poisonous. And I, you talk about being, someone being really stupid. You know, I was really stupid. I used to do that all the time. Hey, guys, look at this. Big old snake falling, and I used to have him around his head. Anyway, that's a side point. That's, that's when I, that was during my stupider days. <laughs> uh, well, but I, now I hate snakes. Anyway, here, here, here he was at the bottom of this well, probably a bit muddy, probably, and... Just an overwhelming darkness. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to ask you, but I'm going to tell you that in my life, I have experienced different levels of darkness. I have experienced shadows, shadowy darkness. I have experienced total darkness in uh, 
and I'll just explain. I remember one time in Afghanistan when the Afghans were, uh, that was during the Russian invasion, then the Afghan was running amok in the streets and killing anybody with a white face. And, whoa, it scared the daylights. I mean, I just, I had to call upon the Lord. Lord, send your angels to protect us. Janus and I and the family to protect us. That was a semi-dark thing. Now, I've been into darker places. Uh, uh, oh, another one, yeah, another one, semi-dark. Uh, I was on a, uh, Janice and I were on a, uh, uh, what do you call a uh, train in Egypt uh, going to, going down to study language. This was a, uh, uh, yeah, and, and some, I'm sorry, some Egyptian guy, really stupid, really stupid. He was playing with the fire extinguisher. And that thing went off. And boy, now, wait a minute, for all of these, in, in traveling in Egypt, you don't travel in your own seat. You just stand up and people, you know, are, you know, I mean, uh, people are just all over you. You know, you, you, I mean, hundreds, I mean, it's just as much as possible. And I'm sorry, I mean, uh, you know, in, in standing up in there, you know, you had these larger Egyptian women. And it was 35 outside the car. It was 40 inside the car. And they were standing up looking at you like, you, you know, what are you doing here, you dumb, hard G, foreigner? So anyway... So, so this Egyptian guy pulled a pin on this, did something to it, and spray started going everywhere. And the people in the car just erupted. Ah, oh, man. Started calling moot death. Moot, moot. And uh, that, 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 is, uh, that word is still used today, by the way. Moot, moot. And you talk about, now remember, it was crowded before this thing went off. And all the Egyptians went to the back of the car. Now, get that now. I don't, you know, they were piling up over each other. And they were, you know, and, and, and all of a sudden, Janice and I were standing, nobody around us. <laughs> and we looked back, and it was just a wall of Egyptians standing back there. And so uh, everybody was screaming, moot, 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 especially the older, uh, the larger uh, Egyptian women, you know, most, most, you know blah, blah. and so anyway, make a long story. So I ran as close to them as, and there was an emergency stop, and I I hit the emergency stop, and the the car stopped, and yeah. Anyway, that was that was a bit scary there. We th we thought we were really done for. Uh, I at least I did. I don't know my Janice. Janice has a little bit more faith than I do, but uh, <laughs> but I thought I was done for. Anyway. Darkness. <clears throat> of course, there are different levels of darkness. And uh, I'm, again, I'm not going to ask you, have you ever faced some of this darkness before? Now, in the past, and I share this with, yeah, I'll share this, yeah. In the past, I've, uh, I've experienced some depression. And if you've never had any depression in your life, just praise God that you haven't because you don't know what darkness is. You really don't know what darkness is. 
uh, when you face something like that. Uh, there was this, uh, uh, there was a scene on, uh, on a, uh, what was it, uh, <clears throat> on a program, on a, uh, on a movie, and this monster came by, and he began sucking the life out of people, and one of the guys says, oh, the darkness, I didn't, never experienced anything so bad as that. That was, uh, yeah, forget the program it was, or, or the movie that was it. And anyway, <clears throat> terrible, terrible. Now, <clears throat> in this such situation as such as that, There's not a lot people can help you with. Sorry. You have to have such a relationship with God that God can only pull you out of it. That's my opinion now. That God can only pull you out of such kind of, of darkness. Uh, <clears throat> again, there's different levels of darkness. Uh, Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. <clears throat> he cried for his people. Now, something happened next that I don't even understand. Not that I'm anybody special to understand it. But uh, he kept praying for people to repent. But in one situation, God told him, stop praying for those people. They are no longer my people. I don't understand that. Hey? Now this was, now we're talking about the Jews. We're talking about the kingdom of Judah. And the kingdom of Judah was where the, uh, 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 the lineage of Christ was supposed to come through. He says, and boy, you can take this pretty far. Stop praying. And Jeremiah said, No. No, I'm not going to stop praying. I love these people. He cried. And, and of course, it said that God was crying too. I mean, uh, for his people. Now, about the same time, a little bit of mystery here. In the book of uh, Ezekiel, God took Ezekiel up. It was almost... As far as I can see, it's about the same time, right before this happened, God took Ezekiel up in um, a vision. I kind of hate to use the word vision because sometimes vision is maybe what we see or what we think. But I think it was a little bit more than that. And he took him up to Jerusalem. <clears throat> Inside the temple in Jerusalem, here's old priest Asher. And all the other priests, except Jeremiah. And they had a whole bunch of animals in the temple. And they were worshiping these animals. Now, these weren't little, nice little kitty cats and lambs, you know. These were some nasty things. And uh, they were worshiping these nasty animals. Uh... 
And then on the outside of the temple, uh, there was a group also sitting around uh, outside the temple on the edge of the temple grounds, waiting for the sun to come up to worship the sun. And this, this happened about right before this thing with when God told Jeremiah, stop praying for these people. I'll give us a lot of thought. Now, <clears throat> is there a possible that we could relate this? I mean, I mean, <clears throat> are there people who call themselves Christians but don't live the Christian life? And I don't want to go too far here because this gets into a lot of questionable things. Uh, uh, and then on the top of that, this was Judah. This was God's people. This was the line of Christ that was coming out. He said, stop praying for these people. They've crossed the line. They've crossed the line. No more will I pray. No more will I deal in their lives, God says. No more. <clears throat> uh, of course, you know that what happened next was that... Uh, uh, Babylon comes. You know, of course, uh, this was in the time of uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. Babylon had taken away, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, taken away uh, Ezekiel and uh, Daniel. <clears throat> and uh, Daniel wrote, they wrote two books. Anyway, they, uh, uh, this was a time that, uh, <clears throat> so, let me, oh yeah, something else happened also at the very time. Uh, Jeremiah went into uh, Zedekiah, last king of Judah, last king. And he said to uh, Zedekiah, you need to go out to Nebuchadnezzar. You need to go out, otherwise they are going to sack Jerusalem. They are going to destroy the temple temple. They are going, the streets will be laid in death. But you know what Zedekiah says? No, I'm not going to go out. Pride. Whoa. Pride. His pride destroyed his, I mean, and Jeremiah said, if you go out and tell them sorry, you will spare everybody. You will spare the temple. You will spare the Judeans. Instead, Zedekiah tried to escape. Of course, they caught him. Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar put his eyes, first of all, killed all his family, and then put his eyes out, and then took him to, uh, I think they took him to, uh, uh, to Babylon after that. And I thought about this a lot. Grown, come on. Pride pride <clears throat> to be and to be how do I say this uh, to be a faithful Christian a loving Christian a Christian that accomplishes things you have to live a humble life you have to live and knowledge that what God has done in your life there's no room for pride. There's no room for uh, 
I'm better than you are. Hey, there's no room for that. <clears throat> uh, yes, time is progressing. Uh, one last one last thing, and I don't know. I, again, I don't understand it. So Nebuchadnezzar killed everybody in the temple, destroyed the temple, and just killed uh, uh, or killed the, uh, the priest. Of course, uh, Jeremiah was spared. The, he was actually lifted up. He was, you know, because he'd been preaching for 20 years. He'd been preaching for 20 years. Repent. Or else. Repent or else. And of course, else happened. So in the end, <clears throat> uh, Nebuchadnezzar went back to uh, Babylon. He left uh, a group of people in charge. And there was this, again, sorry, I use the word, there was this idiot. <laughs> there was this idiot who came along and came in and killed the representatives of Nebuchadnezzar, and he gathered the, the rest of the Jews who were supposed to be low-level, uneducated, and so forth, and took them off to Egypt. But he also took uh, um, Jeremiah at the same time. And here they are in Egypt. I think it was Memphis or something like that. And remember, these guys were falling false lots. And he said to Jeremiah, Okay, tell me what the Lord has said. <laughs> Jeremiah just looked at him. Jeremiah says, you go back to Judah and you might live. You stay here and you're going to die. And uh, so this guy, I forget who his name was. This guy says, they all got together talking about this. this they turned on Jeremiah and they says, we don't believe you. And let, let's stop right there. Jeremiah had preached for 40 years what would happen to these Judeans. And it happened. Now they're saying, here's this group in uh, Egypt saying, I don't believe you. You know, I don't believe you. Now, I mean, <clears throat> I, I use the illustration. If you step out in front of a Mack truck, you know what's going to happen. Eh? And this is what, basically, they did. Not listening to Jeremiah and returning to Egypt. And Jeremiah says, you will die. And, you know, we need to, we need to listen to what God is saying to us. Right? Often we don't. Boy, because it takes... Lord, sometimes it, God says something to us that we don't want to do. Especially those who have called overseas to be missionaries. Ooh, yeah, ooh. <clears throat> so, we need to say, we need to do what God tells us to do. Uh, God uh, telling you to serve more in the church. Yeah? Uh, and I missed out on the point, but that's okay. Uh, <clears throat> Jeremiah was called. What is your calling? Hey, what is your calling? A couple, what was it? About a year ago, we had uh, 
a group of sermons on the gifts of the Spirit. Now, I went in and I took all of these sermons and put them in this book here. If you want one, now these are $10. Give the money to the church. I don't get, make any money on these things. Uh, find out what God has called you to do. Let me see if I can get back up here. <clears throat> yeah, you need to know what God has called you to do. And if you don't know that, you need to find out. Your life is much better if you do know what God is. Okay, I think I've come to the end of the... If you don't want to know more about Jeremiah, I only touched on a few things in Jeremiah. I, uh, probably three or four pages of some of the notes I wrote. <clears throat> read, read about Jeremiah. And uh, Jeremiah is an interesting book. Mo uh, difficult book, I thought. But anyway, let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for who you are in your life. Thank you that uh, we're saved by your grace, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. And we have these two promises, Lord. Because, we're, because of who we are, we have these promises in you, Father God. And uh, God, help us to be faithful servants, Lord. Faithful servants to what you want us to do, Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.